by way of introduction, which I may end up chopping off the front of our of our sheer, um, my two big insecurities. You guys want to know my two big insecurities? My two big insecurities are my singing voice. I think those of you who have been with Seder Nagunam with me have uh, have figured out why that might be. And my other big insecurity is the way my pronunciation sounds when I read things in Yiddish. So that having been said, you have to understand how much I must love a letter in order to dare read it for you and then put it on a recording. It has to be it has to be a deep love for a letter. I love this letter. Um, in fact, I found a translation of it into Hebrew, which I could read to you, but it would lose something. So here in front of you is the original letter in Yiddish, where the Rebbe complains about the cost of long-distance phone calls and advises somebody to stop having these long-distance phone calls with him. Uh, that's the topic of the letter. This is from about 50 years ago. The date actually isn't on the letter. It just says, Tchilas Tavshin Lamed Gimels. This was near the beginning of the year 1973. 50 years ago, we're going back in time and reading about things that are a little bit before Nissan, because I don't want to get into the Nissan letters until Resh Chedesh. With that, the letter says, the last in the past couple of months, it sounds like the Rebbe was calling this guy every Erev Resh Chedesh for the past several months. He goes on to say, I've seen, says the Rebbe, as I knit the can, special problems. I haven't seen particularly special problems here. It seems that things aren't exactly changing from month to month. So the Rebbe says, I've been calling you every Erev Rosh We've had a phone conversation. As you'll see in a moment, it was a long-distance phone conversation. And things don't seem to change all that often. And he says, It is my hope. And Geheben mit Shabbos, this particular year, I think, started on Shabbos, that I think it was a Shabbos, a Shabbos Rosh Hashanah. I'm expecting that because it started on Shabbos, which is combined with Menucha, Shabbos is a Shabbos Menucha, that things are going to get even better. I think that things have been going good for you, and things are only going to improve. The Rebbe is very confident that this individual is going to do well. So, is Yisrael, the Torah does worry about Yiddish Gelt, worries about Jewish people's money. Hmm. Uh, he's giving Yiddish Gelt off long distance telephone in Stamazoy, so it doesn't make sense, I think, to spend Yiddish Gelt on long distance phone calls. Especially when you take into account the Baal Shem Tevz and that when you have one person thinking about another person, this makes them truly one. So Debbie says to this person, by the way, any, 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 any serious complaints about, my, uh, about the letter? Oh, I got a thumbs up from Sterling. It means he wasn't listening. So the, <laughs> the letter says, the devil says, I talk to you all the time. We've had a lot of interactions uh, month after month. And I think, what? Did you say Paris? Nothing. No banana? <clears throat> for those listening or those here for the first time, Paris receives a daily banana as part of his, as part of his salary, I believe. <laughs> That's a lunch break thing. Okay. Uh, so the devil is saying that I've, uh, that I've, we talk every month. Uh, and things are going well. I'm sure things are going to keep going better. And I don't want to have these phone calls anymore. And I don't want to have these phone calls anymore that Abba says on the surface because it costs money and because the terror worries about Yiddish Gelt and a long distance phone call isn't appropriate. But that wouldn't matter to the Rebbe if it was necessary. The main key here is that's not necessary. First of all, because I'm sure things are going well. And second of all, and this bottom point is what I want to spend all of our time talking about today, that uh, with the Machshava, when two people think about each other, they become completely one. The Rebbe says, I don't need to call you on the phone to have a relationship with you. And uh, from here, you may see where we're going. This is a recurring theme at Arfa Brangitz and Shul. It's something I think about a lot. I think all of us think about it a lot after Gimel Tamas. There, uh, the Rebbe says over and over again, and he's not the only one. The prior Rebbeim said this constantly, that being in the presence of a Rebbe physically, seeing a Rebbe physically, interacting with a Rebbe physically is just not a necessary part of the relationship. It sure might be fun. 
And there might be- uh, 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 I'll stop you there. I'm sorry. It's not enough. Let me bring some- Not enough. I know. Parrots and I fight about this literally like every Shabbos. I'm going to bring some Rayas, and then I'm going to open the floor and let parrots thrash them all. And that's that's everybody's entertainment for the afternoon. I'm expecting the pushback, but I'm going to make my case anyway. I have more I have more proof than usual. <laughs> and nonetheless, I'm sure, look, we all want the Rebbe Nagov Gashmi. That, that's, that's not on the table. But I maintain that a person can have as strong a Hizkashus as they had before Gimel Tammuz, after Gimel Tammuz, if they follow the Rebbe's Hayraz. That doesn't mean it's fun, but I believe it's equally possible. I don't think, we, I don't think we're incapable nowadays. And I'll tell you why. Uh, one just comes from a, a story. There's, a, there's several similar stories about that, that remind me of this letter. You've heard them before. Just to review them, there's a classic story of somebody from Eretz Yisrael who asked the Rebbe, how can I have a stronger Hizkashus with you? And the Rebbe said back, that when I walk down the street, I think about Tanya. If when you walk down the street, you also think about Tanya, we'll be connect, we'll meet, we'll meet, there'll be a meeting of the minds. So this isn't so much thinking about each other. This is thinking about a common thing, that if our thoughts are full of what the Rebbe's thoughts are full of, we're one with the Rebbe. I also remember, I couldn't find any of these, but I'm sure I've read many of them. There are many cases where people wanted the Rebbe to come to their wedding. And after a certain period of time, the Rebbe didn't come to weddings. But his recurring thing that he would say to people is, I'll be thinking about you at that moment, and then I'll be there. That the Rebbe understands that when he thinks about us, that 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 he's there. And when we think about him, we're there. So this idea of minds connecting people is certainly not new. It reminds me of my two favorite Hayemiams. Uh, there's the Hayemiam from Chafdal at Sivan and the one from, where did I put it down here? Tess Adeshani, the one Tess Adeshani is fresher in your mind. The one Chafdal at Sivan. I do want to chaz it briefly. It was about, it's a letter from Frida Kareba. The Frida Kareba says, how can this person have his kashos with me if I don't recognize what he looks like? I've never seen him before. And he says there, his kashos are mitis. The real his kashos is when you learn Torah. When he learns my marich hasidah when this person learns my marim, and he, or he reads my sichas. When he connects to fellow anash, or with other tamimim in the yeshiva, uh, in their learning and in their fabrengs. And he fulfills what I say. They keep the zmanim in the yeshiva. They, they say tilim. This makes his kashos. This letter, yeah, I'm sure you're familiar. This is from Hayemim Chafdalit Sivan. And there the Rebbe says that if you want to connect with me, real his kashos is going to be through learning my Torah, that's my marim and sichas, connecting to my people, that's Anash and the tamimim. And keeping what I say, that's keeping the takanas of Tillam. In our days, that's uh, that's chitas, that's rambam. That's all the Rebbe's takanas. That's not drinking more than four, whatever that means exactly. That's not, uh, that's that's saying a parak tanya before shachris. That's uh, chassidish aparsha. When we keep the Rebbe's takanas, we connect to them. Uh, we see this idea long before the, uh, the long before Friedrich Rebbe. We have this already going back to the Rebbe Rashab. Oh, I forgot something I wanted to tell you. I skimmed right past it. Let me just go back a second. The Rebbe in the Tavshin Yud Aleph, he mentioned this Hayemim in a Sicha, and he added something to it. He says, he said in almost a, a joking way, and it wasn't a joking way, but it was said in a, in a lighter way, in a lighter tone that Rebbe said, such a person thinks that because the Friedrich Rebbe doesn't see him, that he can't see, that that's because he can't see the Friedrich Rebbe, that the Friedrich Rebbe doesn't see him. The idea being that even if you can't see the Rebbe, the Rebbe can see you, and a lot of the physicality is not necessarily me'akiv. Um, so I was going to say, this goes back further. We have this from the Rebbe Rashab already. The Rebbe Rashab, one of the final things that he said before he was nostalgic on Bez Nisan, he said, uh, I'm going to Shem, I'm going to heaven, I'm going to leave the Ksavim with you. The Rebbe has a Sicha, you'll find in Lekut Sichas, volume 27, page 24, where the Rebbe says in Lekut Sichas, this is obvious, this is very obvious. It's very obvious. If somebody, somebody wrote a lot of books and they announced to everybody, I have a Chiddush for you. I'm going to die and the books are going to stay. What, you thought they'd be taking the books with them? They were going to put the books in the ground. He's not leaving. The Rebbe goes, it doesn't make any sense. 
So, so what the Rebbe Rashab was telling people is that he put himself in the Ksavim, and while I might be leaving, if you ever want to find me again, I'll be right there. The part of me that is really me, the real me, says the Rebbe Rashab, will never leave this world. The real me is in the writings, is in the books, in the Maimarim and the Sechas, which does explain why we saw in Hayyemim and in many other places. Therefore, learning the Rebbe's Torah, we're connected to the Rebbe because that's where the Rebbe is. This idea really goes back even much further. It goes back to the Altareb and the Hakdam of Tanya, where he says that he was using the Tanya as a replacement for Yechidus. Rather than connecting to me, I don't have time to see you anymore. Read my Tanya. You have this in the letter by, uh, by, uh, by the Istalkos and Mandel Vitebska, where he says that uh, where he says that Ksavim are the way that we connect to our Rebbe. So this idea is quite old. It goes all the way back to the, the very, very beginning of the ideas of Chassidus. Uh, we also have that other Hayyemim. The other Hayyemim that comes to mind is the one from Tessa of Desheni. There you have a, there's also a letter from the Rebbe, it's in Igris volume three, where he brings both letters and, and elaborates a little bit. But in anyway, Hayyemim Tess al Desheni, the Rebbe says, the yearning for Hiskashrus. Where does the yearning for Hiskashrus come from? You can only satisfy it. So, how do you satisfy the yearning for Hiskashrus? It can only be satisfied. I made this so small. Looking at a Rebbe's face will not be enough to satisfy your yearning for Hiskashrus. They can only be satisfied through learning the Rebbe's Torah. So, what do we have so far? We have. Um, we have that we can unite with the Rebbe by thinking by us thinking about each other. The Rebbe thinks about me, I think about him. And there's a Yiskashus, that's from our letter today. There's no need for phone calls. You don't need to hear my voice. We don't need to check in. If we think about each other, we're connected. As a matter of fact, save your money on the long distance call. The Rebbe says, I'll think about you, it'll be good enough. We know that we can do it by thinking about the same Torah subject, per the story about learning Tanya and walking down the street. We know that we can connect to the Rebbe by learning the Rebbe's Torah. We have this from a bunch of Hayyemims, I think, defended very well, going all the way back to the Rebbe Rashab and uh, going back to the Alta Rebbe, the idea that a Rebbe is his Maimarim, is his Sichas, and we connect to the Rebbe by learning his Torah. We have in that Hayyemim from Sivan, you can also connect to the Rebbe by hanging out with people that the Rebbe likes, the Rebbe's people, and doing what the Rebbe says, keeping his Takanas. And uh, what we have finally is this one I'd never found before. I found this one for the first time. This is, I saw this in Der Herr. Um, so I don't know if this letter is published anywhere else. But the Rebbe writes to somebody and he's attaching a kuntris. This is what I put in the supplementary in the WhatsApp group. So you can read it yourselves if you like. Um, somebody writes to the Rebbe. He says he's attaching a kuntris. So he's going to send him a kuntris from Chai Elul and also from uh, Yud Gimel, Yim Gimel of Slichus. And he says, I'm, uh, they've just been published. And then he goes on, says the Rebbe. Certainly you're going to use these materials I'm sending you to affect other people, to affect the masses. In the best possible way which means to make them completely one. But through connecting with the Yechidus, with uh, the central soul of all souls, by way of Yechidus, that I expect you to be bringing them to Yechidus, says that a Yechidus can be accomplished, so the Rebbe in this letter is saying that a person can achieve Yechidus through writing to the Rebbe. So this seems to be adding an additional dimension that I wasn't aware of up until now. Another way that his kashrus can happen without actually knowing the Rebbe, seeing him, interacting with him personally. It seems that writing to the Rebbe, going to the oil, even not going to the oil, sitting down and writing to the Rebbe and sending it to the oil, or just writing to the Rebbe. Writing to the Rebbe is a good, a good habit, by the way. Uh, writing to the Rebbe is also a form of his kashrus that seems to unite a Rebbe with a Chassid, and is Lavdafka is certainly something that works uh, just as well after Gimel Thomas. So uh, in conclusion, and then of course I'll open the floor, I know you're all itching. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll open the floor in a second, but in, in conclusion, what we have from our letter is our, our letter was just the Rebbe telling somebody, look, 
your job's going well, things have been going well, I'm sure they're going to continue going well. It doesn't make sense for us to have phone calls anymore because everything that could be accomplished through a phone call is accomplished already through the fact that we're thinking about each other. This launched us into the idea that when a Rebbe and a Chassid think about each other, they are together, whether or not they're in the same physical space, and that there doesn't seem to be an Afghamina, so much so that it's worth, you know, saving the dime. I think back then it was a dime for these calls. At least that's the expression people used. We then launched into a larger discussion of what other things unite us with the Rebbe without us being in the physical room with the Rebbe, and that includes learning the same Torah subject, learning the Rebbe's Torah, keeping the Rebbe's Takanas, hanging out with the Rebbe's people, and finally writing to the Rebbe. I think, of course, that this is particularly applicable to us in a time where the Rebbe is not physical body easily available to us in a physical way. We can't have Yechidus, we can't hear regular Ma'amarim, we can't why we can't go to a Fabrengan in body. Uh, it seems to me that the Rebbe left us a, a significant body of work demonstrating that our relationship with the Rebbe does not need to suffer because of it, that these are all connection points. In some cases, connection points that the Rebbe Beferish says work just as well. Okay, I'm done. Please. Floor is open. Have at it. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I shared a letter from, from Chela Gimel that you were talking about. I, I put that on the chat, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. He brings both Hayemiams and kind of puts stuff between them. Right. It seems like the emphasis is like basically that, meaning not the discounts. Riyasponim, Riyasponim is super, is definitely important, and Riyasponim has value. But two things: first of all, Riyasponim itself is not enough. So you can't say, "Oh, I see the Rebbe, I follow him, I clap by the Rebbe, and I'm a Makusher," because if you don't actually act on it and learn and do the takonis, then you're not going to be at all. And the second thing is not just that, not just that it's not enough. I guess it's another another angle for the same thing. The iskashus amitis, meaning A, seeing it itself is not enough, and B, yes, you could be fully makusher without it. Doesn't mean there's no value to it. It adds the es him like, you know, that the of the Shpal Zayda, I think, as a Shpal Zayda, when Rashanta put his hand on his heart and from Yemotal is Mivarim. The Tnu of a tzaddik, that thing affects a person immensely. But even without it, you could still have a real Eskashos. It's not, it, it, your Eskashos is not lacking if you haven't seen it. It maybe makes that much harder and much more real and much more deep. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think that I think that what you're saying is correct. And I don't think they, they're slicer, these two things. Not only that, if you take it within the context of the letter, the Rebbe is saying exactly that. I don't need to call right. you. I don't need to call you. I don't have to make, forget about the fact that we're focusing on whether it was a long distance call or short distance call. I don't need to call you in order to, to, to have a good connection with you. Can have a good connection? Now, would it be better if you got a phone call from the Rebbe? Of course, it'd be beautiful to get a phone call from the Rebbe. But I don't need that. That's not Nishan does but state the, the relationship. The other thing is Lavdafka, the Rebbe adds everything, but you know, it could be there's also the, the time factor. The Rebbe was time was very, very limited. Um, now, then the Rebbe would have said that. The Rebbe would have said that. The Rebbe, the Rebbe is very be. clear in, in other places where the Rebbe says that because of a lack of time, I can't elaborate, or because of a lack of time, I can't respond, or because of a lack of time, I can't do X, Y, and Z. Right, right. This is not about a lack of time. This is purely about, well, maybe the cost of long distance phone calls, number one. Um, it was way more than a dime back then. Maybe it was after, maybe it was one of those, you know, times that, you know, maybe Chadikov, you know, came to the Rebbe, told the Rebbe, you know, he's spending too much. You know, like the famous Maisim, the Rebbe, when the, the Rebbe would turn off the lights when Chadikov came in line, the Rebbe would reach in and turn off the lights because the Rebbe, because Chadikov would complain about electricity bills. So you never know if this was a, <laughs> something that came after that. 
But but the point of it is that the Rebbe is saying over here that uh, you know I guess he's hanging it on the fact that that it costs too much money. But the machshava is min einer mitnzveiten is min beemes tzamen. Beemes is not like lack of this and maybe it's a way to raise right. a out of it. It's beemes tzamen. Right. 